for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. You know, there's there are a, a lot of things going on in the world today, aren't there? A lot of things going on, and, and we could sit and watch TV and complain, right? <laughs> or get scared. But that's not what faith people do, right? That's, that's not, and that's not what we're designed and recreated to do either. We have something in us greater than that. And, and we don't have to be led around by the junk that's going on. We don't have to watch and, and feel helpless. You know, sometimes if you get caught up in, in, and, you, and you watch things too long, you get hopeless and that makes you helpless. Amen? We're not without hope at any time. And we're, we're designed by God to pray for one another. We're, we have in us the, the very Spirit of God and the ability to pray beyond what we see going on. Um, Sunday, uh, before, at the beginning of service, Brother Moore led us all in a prayer for Ukraine. Amen? Amen. And, and before the end of the service, we saw results. From that prayer, Amen. And and I and I'm I'm I want to see more results in that area. I, I'm I don't think how many people do anybody in here know people from the Ukraine? I know a lot of people from the Ukraine. I actually know several people that live here now, but are from the Ukraine. Amen. And good people, but the ones that are still there, we we want to pray for them. We want to lift them up. We, we want to use the power of God that we have. Right. Amen? You know, so many people say, well, you know, I guess we, we can't really help them. I guess we can pray. What? You just helped them more than you could ever know. Right. Amen? We want them to have help in every way. We want them to have physical help. We want them to have natural help. But the spiritual help. Right. You know, remember in Ephesians 6, it talks about we don't wrestle we don't war against flesh and blood, wrestle against flesh and blood. So this isn't about flesh and blood. The enemy has a plan in all of this. Well, I'm not willing to see his plan come to pass. How many know that God's got the plan? Amen. He's got the plan that, that brings this to a right end, a certain end. Amen. And, and one thing we can do tonight is pray. We, we can believe God together and join our faith. Do you know that, and I don't know how much I trust the, the Internet on numbers or not, but the Ukra- Ukraine is a, a vast majority Christian. The nation as a whole, is it's actually percentage-wise a great, uh, more Christians than America. I don't, I don't, we, we're going to step it up, right? But... But that means we have many brothers and sisters over there, like Brother Moore mentioned Sunday morning. We have many people that we can join our faith with. They may not, they may not have the same light we have. They may have more light we have than we have, but we know they're our brothers and sisters. It's not a question, well, can I pray for them? Yes, you can. How many got natural brothers and sisters? Do you feel like you can pray for them? Yeah, I feel like I can too. And, and these people, because they're saved, and Brother Moore even mentioned this Sunday morning, that they're more so our brothers and sisters than some of our own brothers and sisters. Right? Because a spiritual brother and sister, you're going to see for eternity. 
Right? And I thank God that my physical brothers and sisters I'll be seeing for eternity, and I'm praying all yours we'll all see for eternity as well. Amen? Amen. But, but we're designed to pray. Amen? We, we have the ability and the love of God in us. The love of God allows us to pray in a way that other people, other people can ask and do things, but when we pray through that love, Amen. because we have the spirit of love in us, we, we, we open doors for the power of God to come in and do things where it wouldn't be open to Him before. People say, well, God could do whatever He wants. No, he, cho- he chose to work through His people. He told us to ask. He told us to pray. He told us, right? So these are the things we do. Amen? You know, in, uh, you can open your Bibles to 1 Timothy. Of course, that's where we start, right? It's where we always start. But, but you know, we, we should have a continual ongoing prayer life. And, that, and, you know, we've relegated prayer to being on your knees and, Oh, Lord, please helpeth thou. No. Prayer is an ongoing line of communication with God to where you're constantly hearing from Him and, and, and talking back. Amen? You're constantly looking to Him in, in, in the things you're doing. We, we want the Ukrainians people to have that line open right now so that they can constantly hear what God's telling them to do and and go the directions that he's leading them in. Amen. Because that constant leading that, you know, it says, what is it in in Thessalonians? It says, rejoice evermore and pray without ceasing. And if you read that in the natural, like now, how do I do this evermore and do this without ceasing? Because they're all connected, Right. Right. If you can pray without ceasing, you can rejoice evermore. Because you have rejoicing in you. You have prayer in you. You have that line of communication constantly open. You can have a heart full of rejoicing and hearing from God all at the same time. Having a, Have you guys ever been happy around each other in a whole group of people? Did, did you lose communication with them just because you were rejoicing? No, actually you got better communication with them. Amen? Because that that opens a line of... I mean, that means you're hooked with them in the same way, at the same time, at the same place, with the same heart, saying the same things. Amen? And, and we want to, we want to pray this way. We want to, we want to come together tonight and we want to pray to the Lord for, for things to happen in this situation that maybe haven't happened yet, for, for things to escalate in God's way in a way they haven't escalated, and to de-escalate in a way they shouldn't be escalating. Amen? We want, we want to believe God together and pray, and, and not just pray, but pray in faith. Pray in faith. It's not just the prayer that gets, it's the prayer of faith, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Amen? Did you, you know, we were back to Ephesians 6, that's written to the church. You know, we read it individually, but it's written to the church. So, so when he says we don't war against flesh and blood, or we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, he's not talking just today. He's the church. We're not, we're, we're, we're not just wrestling against flesh and blood. Amen? We're, we're wrestling against spiritual issues. Spiritual things coming against the world, coming against God's people. How many know 1 Timothy 2? The will of God is clearly given after He talks to you, talks to us about praying. 
His, his will is clearly given. So how many know that any attack against quiet, quietness and peaceableness is an attack against salvation of people? That's what it is. Because why? It takes focus. Right? Think about this. When something bad's going on in your life, do you focus on other people a lot? No. <laughs> right? You, you, we become very selfish. When, when you're sick, you think about you. How you don't feel good, how you wished you felt better, how this symptom or that symptoms, and, and you don't even think. Like if somebody else came up to you and said, yeah, I felt bad too. Oh, you don't feel as bad as me. <laughs> right? Turmoil in the world creates a situation to where the enemy finds access. Right? Quiet, quietness and peaceableness creates a situation where God has full access. Amen? How many know that when it's quiet and peaceful, you know, people say, well, when people get afraid, they come to God. Well, that ain't why he, it's not the, it's not the fear of men that leads men to repentance. Or the fear of things going on in the world that leads men to repentance. It's the goodness of God. Amen? And so we're not, we're not looking for things to get bad enough that people run to God. Because <laughs> when things get bad enough, then people run to God. How many people know people that were in church 9-11-2001 or the 9-17, whatever, 9-16-2001? There's a lot of people in church that day, wasn't there? I wonder where they are. <laughs> Why? Because the, the badness of men doesn't lead men to repentance. All right? The goodness of God leads men to repentance. True repentance, true turn comes when people see the love and the mercy and the kindness and the goodness of God. That's when true repentance happens. Amen? Look at uh, 1 Timothy. We'll start, I'm going to start in uh, 1, 18. In 17, he says, Amen. So I'm assuming he's starting a new, a new thing right after you. Know, he says, Amen. So I, I assume he's starting kind of a new thing there. And he says, This charge I commit unto these... Son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by that thou by them might war a good warfare. He's he's literally saying, I'm committing this next charge. The next thing I'm going to tell you, he said, I'm committing to you that by the prophecies, the things that are put in you, that by them you'll be able to do the things I'm getting ready to commit to you, right? And he's getting ready to go into chapter two. See, this wasn't, this is a letter. It wasn't written in chapter and verse. And he said, I'm going to commit it to you because by those prophecies, you'll be able to war a good warfare. And this is how you war a good warfare. Amen. He said, holding to faith and good conscience. Then he talks about some that didn't hold to faith and good conscience and they were shipwrecked. Amen. And then he says, so I exhort there first of all. What's he doing? He's, he's telling him that charge. This I charge you. I exhort that first of all. If you want things to go well, if you want a war, a good warfare, first of all. And he's not, he's not saying get a checklist and every day, first thing I, first, no, he's saying put this on the highest level of importance. Amen? Make it a valuable thing in your, make sure you don't forget this. Amen? And yes, put it in the order of first, if you will. But first of all, he says, I want you to pray. Have uh, Let me just read it. 
First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. No exclusions. Right? People say, I don't even like all men. In your heart you do. In your heart you love them. Amen? And because you do, you can pray for them. Amen? Because we have the Spirit of God in us, you can pray beyond your silly head. Right? That tries to tell you what you like and don't like when God loves them. And if God loves them, you love them. Amen? And if you don't love them, you don't love God. First John. Right? He'll say, I don't know if I love the right. You do. Just say, I do. Amen? I do. I love everyone. I love my brothers. I love them. Amen? Because, because we have love in us. And, and we have that ability. That's what gives us the ability to pray. That's what gives us the ability to care, to, to, to give answers that make a difference. Amen? Your, your answers don't make any difference if you operate outside of love. Your prayers are no good if we operate outside of love because prayer starts in love. Amen? Amen. So a prayer started outside of love has no chance. You're not, you're not hoping to get your prayer answered that's out here. You're knowing your prayer answered because you prayed it from the right place. First of all, first of all, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. And then he breaks it down for kings and all those in authority. Why? Because they affect all men. Those, how many know that what's going on in this country of Ukraine is affecting the world right now? Amen? So could, maybe there could have been things done before this all happened to where it wouldn't have happened this way and the effects would not have been the way they are. I don't know that. We're beyond that now. Amen? But we do know that we're not beyond God. We're not, it doesn't, it doesn't say unless you just don't see a, pray unless you just don't see any way it's going to be any better. Well, you shouldn't pray if you don't see any way it's going to be better because you're wasting your time. But what he's saying is it's always a chance it's going to be better. Why? Because I told you to pray. He wouldn't tell us to pray if he didn't have a way. Amen? He, he says pray. He says, he says, Thank, give thanks, pray, supplicate. In other words, don't, don't stop these things just because you don't see what you want to see. Amen? Don't, don't, don't look for what you want to see and then pray. You pray. Amen? When, when you ask for something you're for yourself, do you pray for what you want to see or for what you see? Right? If you're sick, you want to be well, right? So if, if this isn't going the way that we feel God would have it go, which it's not because it's not going to lead, it's not going to promote salvation. Why? Because it's turmoil. Amen? It's not, it's not what God asked for. He said pray, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving thanks for all men, for kings and all those in authority. And he didn't say for all the good kings. Right? All the good people are in, that are in authority. Right? <laughs> he didn't say all the ones you like. Right. Pray for the ones you like. 
Amen. That, you know, what, what a person did in America, especially that ran for office, they put themselves in a position to be prayed for. Because of the position they're in, they can now be prayed for. Because we don't have to pray for the person as much as we do the position at that point. And because they're a person, we can pray for their salvation. Because they're in the position. Amen? What a good thing. But, but even kings in other nations, we have the ability to pray. What? God said to. He said, first of all, do this. Why? Because this affects you. You know, people look at things and they say, that doesn't really affect me. It affects you. Anything that's going on in this world today affects what's going on here. Especially being who we are, because everybody's looking at us now to see what we'll do. They're, they're looking at America. And we need America to start looking at this right. And making sure America's doing the things that God would have them do in every situation. Not led by any other country, led by God. Amen? And, and, and as we pray for our leaders and we pray for the leader of the Ukraine leader. I mean, how many have seen some of these videos of people, the Ukrainian people? They're, they're solid. They're solid. We, we can hook faith with the things, with things they're saying. What, what the pastor say last week? He said, we're, we're, we're getting victory. We'll have victory. And I've heard that on news channels. I, they, I forget which news program it was. They were showing this. They were talking to this guy in Ukraine, and they said, well, what do you think is going to happen? He said, we're going to get victory. We're going to get victory. That's something we can hook with right there. Amen. And we can pray that whatever it takes for that to happen, happens. Amen. We, we can pray in faith. And, and with fervor, we can pray for these things. Not just, not just something we're doing. We're not trying to salve our own conscience. Again, what Brother Moore said Sunday. We're not praying so we can say we prayed. You know, because you have people that say, well, we prayed. I guess that just didn't work. No. <laughs> you, you expect it to work before you ever pray. You're not waiting to see if it works. Amen? The prayer of faith will save. That word save, one of the words for that word save is rescue. The prayer of faith will save, will heal, will deliver, will rescue, will preserve. Amen? It, not, it doesn't just say the prayer. The prayer of faith. And, and that's what we're going to pray tonight. Yeah. Amen. We're not going to pray the prayer, the prayer of unfaith. Unfaith, is that a word? <laughs> it is tonight. We're going with it. Amen. It says, first of all. Then he says, kings and all those authority. And then he says, because this is good and acceptable. If it's acceptable to God, what do you think he's saying? He's saying, I can work with that. I'll accept it. I can work with that. If you give, you do this and it gives me access. People say, well, God, didn't God have access? He, he, he likes doorkeepers. Amen. He likes people that'll swing those doors wide open and let him right on in. Amen. And when we pray, we open the door for God to do mighty things. Amen. You know, I was looking at some of the, um, well, because of this situation, you know, people tend to look at some of the battles that God won for his people. You know, you look at the first one that Asa was in, and he cried and he said, it's not, it's not hard with you whether it's many. He said, it doesn't matter because you're God. And then he says, and we're relying on you. We're relying on you. There's one place where it says, 
uh, he, um, they cried out to the Lord and he saved them because they prayed in the battle. Amen. Why? They prayed in the battle and they trusted in him. Amen. And we want, we want, we want the Ukrainians hearts to be solid like they've, like they've shown on TV that they stand up and they, and they stay strong to that trust and that reliance on the things of God and on, on God helping them. Amen. Not on their own strength. Not because even, even their president said the Russian army's bigger. They are. They're three times bigger. At least. But he didn't say they're going to win. Amen. And he's the leader of the nation. Now, don't know whether he's a Christian or not. Not going to say, not going to get into what he is. But he's in a leadership position and God said pray for him. So God can use. One thing about it, his words are right. I believe he's Jewish. That, that makes him in a good position right there. Amen. He knows how to call on God. Asa was Jewish. Right? Jehoshaphat, Hezekiah. He's in the same boat with them. Still needs to get saved. If he's not. Right? Could be. You don't know that. It's not our business. Our business is to pray. Amen. Our business is to stand up and trust God. Uh, go to Ephesians 6 and we'll just look at that real quick. Ephesians 6. A little about verse 10, I think. Yeah, that's it. Finally, brethren. He says, finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. Be strong. Be, be many. He's talking to brethren, so he didn't, he didn't say, finally, brother. Finally, brethren. He's talking to the whole church. This is a church thing. He's saying, I want the church to get together and do this. It may be individual armor, but if you ever look at an army, they're all wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And what's he saying? So I want you all to dress this way. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. How many know this is still not a physical battle? We have to fight the physical battle, but, but, but prayer begins it in the spirit. Amen? And it begins to fight it in the spirit because we can make a difference on what the devil's able to do and what God's able to do. Amen? We can make a difference. And we're going to, right? I mean, no, when, God, when God's people do what God says the way God says to do it, things happen. Amen? It says against against uh, principalities, against powers and rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wick- wickedness in high places. Wherefore, I mean, you've seen some wickedness in all this. I mean, it's it's wicked. It's evil. It's evil. God's not. And there's no evil that's bigger than Him. Amen. It says, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, stand. Therefore. And then he says, get dressed. Have your loins girt about with truth. Have on the breastplate of righteousness. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you're able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And go to the battlefield. 
Where's the battlefield? Oh, praying. Praying. You're dressed now. Where are you going? To pray. You're going to pray. That's what he said. I want you to get all this on, and then I want you to pray. Amen? So everybody got their armor on? You gird up your loins? Did you put put on your breastplate? You got your helmet and your sword? Do You got got your shield? Because we're getting ready to pray. Amen? Why? Because we know God. We're, we're in the army of the Lord. Prayer puts you right in the middle of it. Amen? And, and it gives us ability. It gives, it gives us something to help people with. We can't be everywhere. But we can pray. And prayer is better than being everywhere. Amen? Because God is everywhere. He said, I want you to pray. How often does He want you to pray? That sounds like without, uh, that without ceasing. God's big on this communication thing, isn't He? In other words, when we're done praying tonight, He doesn't want prayer stopped. We continue. And as we see things, we say, oh, Lord, yeah, we prayed about that, but let's pray about this too. And you go ahead and pray. Amen? It says praying always with all prayer. What kind of prayer? All prayer. Whatever, whatever's needed at the time. Amen. Might need a, need a request. It might need, it might, you might just say, I have no idea how to pray for that, Lord. I'm going to pray in the Spirit. That's more often going to happen than not, by the way. Right? Remember what he said in Romans 8. One of our great weaknesses is what? We know not what to pray. (laughs) But the Spirit helps us. Thank you, Lord, for the Spirit. He's going to help us tonight. And we're going to pray. Thank you, Lord. Praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance. All perseverance. What's kind of, what's perseverance? Unquitting, unfainting. That kind of prayer. Unquitting, unfainting prayer. Doesn't mean continue to pray the same thing over and over. He said don't be repetitious, vain repetition. That doesn't do any good. He's saying don't quit on your prayer. When something looks contrary to your prayer, say, nope, we prayed. Amen? Don't faint. When it, when it doesn't look like it's good, it doesn't matter what it looks like. We carried victory in. We'll come out with victory. Don't drop it halfway through. Right? No fumbling the victory. Put the victory under your, tuck it away. Don't let them, don't let them bat it out of your hand. Put it like this if you have to. Don't let them have it. It's your victory. It's their victory. And, and it's a big deal that we take time to pray about it. It's a huge deal that this, that this comes out better than what people think. Because yes, even with all the good, good things we're hearing about, and even on the news you're hearing some good things, you know, so the Ukrainian people are fighting way harder than anybody ever thought they would. They're winning more battles. They're, they're, you know, they're taking more. And that's all awesome. But we want victory. Just like they want. We want to pray. That through all this, God gets glory. Amen? How, how many know when Asa and, and came through all that and the, and the battle was won, they served God for a long time after that? Why? Because it glorified God. It didn't glorify Asa. We're not looking to glorify President Zelensky. We're looking to pray for President Zelensky so he'll do the things that God's got him to do in the position he's got him to do them in. And he'll have the resource and we'll pray. Amen? 
with all prayer and all supplication, with perseverance and supplication for all the saints. There's more saints in Ukraine than not. It makes it easy to follow that verse, doesn't it? But then you go back to First Timothy and he says pray for all men so we can pray for the saints and the others. Amen? Why? Because we got the love of God in us. We got the love of God. We got the power of God. We got the faith of God. We have the ability to pray and, and just like we did Sunday, see immediate differences, see immediate action, immediate things happen that, that change the, the, the landscape of the whole thing. Amen? But it is important that we pray in faith. It is important that we do what God said. We, we, we gird up and, and we gird up for battle. Because we're doing our part of battle right now. Amen. This is our part of battle. And, and if, if the churches, and, and I've seen churches, there's, there are thousands of churches in Ukraine. Thousands. I know of one ministry that's partners with 3,200, and that's just their ministry. Amen. There are thousands of churches in Ukraine. So, it's not hard for us to believe that God can do something. Right? Well, what did he say? What was that one verse? I just liked it so much I'm going to read it, even if it doesn't make sense. Leviticus 26.8. It says, And five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall, chase, shall, shall put ten thousand to flight. How, how big do your army got to be to beat a big army if you're doing that? Huh? Glory to God. That's with the Lord's help. That's the things that happen with the Lord's help. Glory to God. So stand to your feet and we're going to pray. We know a God that does great things. We have a Father that loves His kids. Amen? He is a Father that is unwilling to see any perish, but that all come to the knowledge of God. His will in First Timothy is that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So we now have a word from God, His will, for the end result of everything that's going on. His will is that the end result of this comes out and men's lives are saved and they come to the knowledge of the truth. Not just their physical life, their spiritual. They, they are saved. They come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and they come to the knowledge of the truth of Jesus Christ. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Just give Him thanks for a minute. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you're already at work answering the prayers of your people in the nation of Ukraine and from your people outside of the nation. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for answered prayers, for, for things going in different directions than they would have. We know. We know you're helping already, and you are their help. You are their help. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pray this with me. Father God. Your word says that we, as your people, can pray for all men. We can pray for kings and all those that are in authority. Not just in our nation, but all over the world. So we pray tonight for kings and world leaders 
Lord, we pray specifically for the leaders of Ukraine, for President Zelensky, and all those under him, that you would strengthen them, encourage them, lead them, that they would have a knowing in their heart that they would look to you, entice them, send people around them to help them, to call on you, to reach to you, to lean on you, not trust in might, not trust in, in military might, but trust in you. Lord, we ask that you show them your goodness, that you give them eyes to see, hearts to receive, that they would look to you for their help. Send people around them in their nation and from surrounding nations to encourage, uplift, to bring strength. Lord, to show them Your love, Your encouragement, that they might know that You're for them and we're for them. And Lord, we ask, set a watch at their mouths that they continually speak the right words, the right things, victory speech, the things we've heard, Lord, from their president and from others in their nation. Good words, strong words, victory words. Lord, we ask, help them to continue in saying these things, building each other up, encouraging one another, and and bringing this thing to a great end. And Lord, we ask that it would be visible through the leaders, and to the whole nation. It would be infectious. The spirit of faith. The spirit of victory. Lord, we ask that it drive them. That it bring them up. And that you give them a knowing and and a sense of your tangible love. Your tangible presence around them. Keeping them. Lord, we pray for angels in the battlefields, in the cities, over the people, keeping them, helping them, that even when the enemy thinks they have a crack, it closes. There's no access for the enemy into these nuclear plants, into these residential areas that your protection be surrounding them that the angels of the Lord encamp about them keeping them and Lord we ask that they notice and they expect give them hope on a regular basis that their expectation remain high that their, that their faith become unshakable. Establish them in Your Word. 
Help them every day, every hour to look to you, to, to, to rely on you. The people, the ones that know and rely on your word, help them to infect and affect those that don't. We ask for your mercy in the, in the areas where, where there's not as much light. And we ask for more light, more revelation of your strength, of your mighty working power, of your care for your people. That people in this nation and the surrounding nations know that there's a God in heaven and a Father that loves them. And He's taking care of His. Give power and strength to those who are weary. Bring a word in season to lift them up. Keep them from fainting. Help them to go on and persevere. Give the leaders wisdom to ask of you and a vision to follow. And those that are surrounding them, strong people with faith looking to help at all times. And we pray, weed out the leadership that won't help, that can't help, that bring people and pull them back and put forth and give strong voice to those who would stand. To those that would rely on you. To those that would fight through you. And Lord, we ask, give them right words, wise words. Lord, if they, if there's negotiations, give them the words that are irrevocable. Your words, your wisdom. Help them to say things that cannot be refuted. No weapon formed against them can prosper. And Lord, we ask, as You give them these right words, they speak them boldly. Help all that are full of Your Word to speak it boldly, daily, unashamedly. Lord, give them a heart that recalls Your goodness. And Lord, we pray for the leaders of nations that surround them closely. Help them. Knit them together with their heart. Show them what they can do to be the most help. Get resources into their hands that can get to Ukraine. Military resources food resources, humanitarian resources, whatever's necessary, get it to them, help them through these other countries, make an avenue for everything required to keep them physically strong, spiritually strong, built up, encouraged in victory. And Lord, we ask that those leaders would have wisdom. They would know 
what to do, how to do it. They'd not be afraid, but they'd be a help. Use them to get this victory. Lord, for our leaders, Lord, we pray that everything political be set aside and that our leaders would hear from you and do the things that we can do to help to bring victory, help to get them resource, military resource in whatever capacity that they would need, that we'd hold back no good thing that you desire them to have, that our leaders would not move in fear, but they'd move in strength, they'd move in power through you, through your might, through your strength. For those that don't know you, the leaders that don't look to you, send them help. Send them men and women of God. Give them favor. Give them voice. Give them right words and influence. That they would influence these leaders that don't know, that have no light. And we bind you up. Spirit of darkness that's blinded their eyes that they can only see the wrong things. We ask that their eyes be opened, their hearts be enlightened, that they see not only what they should do, but what we can do and help them to do right things, not make political decisions. Make just decisions, right decisions, things that would help. Send aid, send protection, send people, whatever's necessary to help. Raise up men and women with a different spirit, a heart for you, like Joshua and Caleb, that see the victory. They won't see defeat. They'll be... The ones people look to. The one people follow. Lord, we pray. Confound and confuse the enemy. Help them make mistakes. Lord, we pray that they are in derision. That they are speaking but making no sense. That their plan comes to not. Satan, we bind you from access in this war, in these battles, any further. We join our faith with the Ukrainian people, with other Christians around the world, that the enemy would not be a victor, but he would lose in this situation, we pray as the Lord's people, through the Spirit of love, through the Holy Spirit, push them back. Push the enemy away. Help them, help them to help the Ukrainian people. Give them supernatural battle wisdom. 
Show them exactly what to do. Just as you showed David. To win victory. No matter what it looked like. You're smarter. And you know exactly what to do. To win these battles. Lord, we ask that you give us utterance. Lord, there is so much that we do not know. And we thank You for the gift of the Holy Spirit to be able to pray for our brothers, for our sisters, for all men that are, that are in this battle. We know You're a good God and You do good things. And we're asking that we pray access for Your goodness into this situation. And we pray it. Shondoro basile ninde de kiato no shonde mrasale liaro do conte masandre shale nondrasti beshile nilandro do bacasne nirendri sekoshele mayato shunkonte mosonte bra 